The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Namaste. Welcome to the Conscious Combo podcast. I am your host and teacher, Pippa Leslie. I'm here to share everything I learn, see, and channel. This podcast is for the conscious and curious beings who are ready to dive deeper into spirituality. I am so grateful you are here. Hey guys, welcome back. So this is going to be a really special episode and a special series because for a while now I've wanted to bring Chris on who is my beautiful, amazing partner and some of you have been on our journey from the beginning, some of you are new on our journey and when Chris and I were separated we actually started a podcast ourselves but it kind of was a lot to do with us being separated. It caused us to, it just felt didn't feel the right time to be honest so instead of doing our original podcast I've decided to do it as a series under conscious combo so you're going to chat to Chris today which Mm -hmm. is going to be so exciting so hi babe hey (laughs) welcome back right or this is my first time in your conscious combo podcast I know yeah it's like I'm first time interviewing your mind Mm -hmm. which is quite interesting all right what do you want to know (laughs) what do you want to know (laughs) I already know everything but yeah Well, I think it's because I just know we have this conscious relationship and I see others out there and they inspire me so much Mm -hmm. and I just know that we have something to share and I think if we don't share it, then, you know, as I talk about Mm -hmm. my light and my gifts, if I'm not sharing them, how how are people going to know what I help them with? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you have so much knowledge from a male's perspective and what you were going through from from the perspective Mm -hmm. of a man Mm -hmm. and then what I went through as a perspective of a woman, you know, was different. Mm -hmm. But what I want to kind of introduce on this episode is more about like what we what we want to help people with, mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about, you know, each week, every two weeks, whenever we're going to do this. We're kind of going to go let it just flow, really. Mm-hmm. But I think from a perspective of, you know, conscious couples, conscious relationships are like the thing right now. And, you know, a lot of women that I know desire to be in a conscious relationship because, you know, how many times have we been in toxic relationships where they haven't worked out because we weren't conscious enough to realize the the stuff that pisses us off about yeah, our partner yeah. isn't really about them it's about us well i think yeah like we should maybe open up with what you think a conscious relationship is so let me interview you <laughs> i mean no i mean i can i can open up and answer that question because when you first started bringing that up like that that verbiage is new to me but it does ring true based on our experience the last 3 years that we've been together and being forced apart not not by choice i mean i had to be get here to new zealand and the borders we it was like i was telling you the other day when i left the uk two years ago i no idea like it would be a year and a half so we'd be reunite like that was such an insane journey but looking back in reflection now i can see where it had purpose and maybe maybe i know it was divinely planned that way because now it, it forced us to com- learn how to communicate better, but also how to, we really had to heal all of those wounds and those those mm-hmm. traumas to where now I, we can say, yeah, we are a conscious couple. I mean, there's people out there with their love stories online. Oh, we have the best love story and oh, this and that. And then like you say, you watch them and then they break up and it's just like, you yeah. know, it, for us, I, I tell you today, like I have no worries, doubts, fears that we won't make it. Like mm-hmm. I know, I told you this morning driving, I'm like, 
I will die with you next to me. I know that when I when I pass from this mm. realm onto the next and transition again, because I, I believe we've lived many lives together. I'll be with you. I already know that. I already know that. So are you going to come haunt my ass anyway? Yeah, so? well, <laughs> knocking things off the window <laughs> or off the the bookshelf. But you know, so being in a conscious relationship, what that means, it's not just oh, we have a, a special love. You know, everybody has a special yeah. love to them. It's, I think it's how we live our day-to-day lives. And then when things get hard, what happens? Yeah. I think that's the major difference in our relationship. I mean, not only is it just easy, it's easy to live with you. It's easy to love you. It's easy to work day in, day out to accomplish what we need in, in our professional lives and our personal lives. So that to me is is the benefit of all the work we've done the last three years on ourselves. But I think the biggest for me, it's just, it's it's like you said, you go back in those toxic relationships or in those relationships that didn't work and you're like, why didn't they work? And it was just a lot of fighting, bickering, stress, you know, not dealing with being triggered. Yeah, blaming the other person, right? Like, so a conscious relationship to me is being fully aware of yourself, your own, I don't want to say short games, your own, your own scars. How about that? You know, Mm -hmm. because we all have them and being able to recognize them. So if, you know, and then also just being spiritually connected, I think that's another big piece too, Mm -hmm. is like we, we try to meditate together or at least we have a, a philosophy on life together. And it doesn't mean, Everybody's got to be that way. But for me and you, it's like, you know, when I meditate, I just feel better. If I go out in nature, touch trees, breathe in fresh air, I feel better. I mean, there's things I do to stay connected. But uh, so it's a long winded answer. And, it, and, it, and it's, I think it's a hard one to define what is a conscious relationship. I don't know. What is it to you? What is it for you? I think won't think how I feel into a conscious relationship is about having a compassion for the other person and an open mind to the person because you've all been through something different you've all had a different upbringing you've had a different family dynamic you've had past relationships different traumatic relationships your lives separately have been completely different so I think it's having a compassion for that and you know what holding space is a big one for me holding space for your partner to explore their triggers and trauma because you know, again, if you are in that defensive, the ego wants to, you know, is is de- in that offense, you want to be offended. Mm-hmm. You know, all the time you're looking to be offended and it's that defense comes up. So if you're looking at the other partner thinking it's about you, it's actually mirroring back, you know, that mm-hmm. your triggers and your trauma is, you know, I won't say it's responsibility. I don't like that word, but it's just, it's your awareness. It's your journey. It's your healing journey. You have a journey separately and you have a journey together. And that's what I realized was that, we put so much pressure on the other person, don't we? Like mm-hmm. to to complete you, to give mm-hmm. you give you something that you don't feel that like you don't have. Mm-hmm. You know, fill this void. Mm-hmm. So many women and men get in relationships to fill a void, yeah. to fill something they need. To, you know, and that's not to say it's a bad thing, but you got to watch language and things like that. So for you and I, it was just a case of you know our love story at the beginning was just insane. Mm-hmm. But I think when it came to like our conscious relationship, was that you were already spiritual. And that for me was like, you know, that was on my list of what I wanted Mm -hmm. to manifest in a man anyway. But I think when it comes to conscious relationships, it's connecting to your divinity. It's connecting Mm -hmm. to your 
you know, your level of consciousness and that, you know, we all have the same spark of God within us Mm -hmm. and we have to help the other person recognize that. So with conscious relationships, it is about bringing consciousness to the relationship. It's communication. You know, communication is a huge one in relationships. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We listen to respond. We don't listen to understand. So we could listen to our partner more instead of, you know, firing back, you know, blame and... You know, we've all been there. Yeah. I've done it. You've done it. You, yeah. you listening have done it. You know, we're not perfect. Communication's a hard one for a lot of a lot of humans because we find it hard not to be seen, not to be heard. But mm-hmm. that's all we truly want, isn't it? Mm-hmm. To be seen, to be heard, to be loved. So for Chris and I, our passions and our desires in this podcast and other episodes in future, and then we're going to obviously be doing lives and other things in the future, is to help relationships to help you become more conscious in your relationship. And even if you are single, help you become more conscious. So then Mm. when you are in a relationship, you've got the tools you need. Because what happens is, is that if you're at a certain level and then you meet someone and they're kind of a little bit of a a low vibration, they're not as spiritually ahead as you, it's having a compassion like, Mm. and and again, that insecurity comes in for people, doesn't it? Oh, they're more ahead of me and I'm falling behind and they're going to leave me. And, you know, I enjoy helping people, you know, bring up their fears and linking their fears to past traumas and things like that. So for me, consciousness is having a mind open to everything, you know, I just, I just had that and in my head. I just had that in my head because <laughs> I, I, I responded to, yeah. to somebody that emailed me about a, a guest I had on my podcast. And, um, I just said, I'm open to all opinions and uh-huh. beliefs and not keeping a mind closed. But I, I, yeah, it's been a, an interesting journey because yeah, I was spiritual in the sense that, you know, I had been religious going to church and then, you know, conversations with God totally changed my outlook on life back, you know, many years ago. And, and when I first read that book, and I know you're going to have him on, I'm so excited for the yeah. podcast for that one. Um, but it's attached to my own divinity. So I, mm. you, you know, to get, to give credit to you, cause I'm thinking of somebody out there like, oh, well that means I can only date a man or a woman who likes to meditate or likes to believe in spirituality. No, I think it's, you know, like you took the lead on a lot of stuff and, but we've just, you know, I had little bits and pieces and then you ran with it. And I, you know, it was like the whole Wayne Dyer thing. I kind of brought him up at first and you're like, Oh yeah, I haven't really studied him too much. You've studied some of them, but then you ran with it. And then it's just like, he's always like my spiritual dad. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, you know, looking up at him on our wall, it's, he's he's had a big influence on our lives and our growth mm-hmm. together and you know ego putting our egos in check and and understanding all of that so i think that's that that's a lot to dissect a lot to talk about like each episode talking about the ego or i think the big one for us is triggers you know and and since you we've reunited in the last going on 7 months i think you and i we talked about it we've been in like two minor tiffs and that's it yeah. Like that's it. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Never in a relationship I've ever been with somebody. We're way outside the honeymoon phase. We're we're three years into a relationship. In the last seven months, it was, you know, one of us was overwhelmed or not feeling good or something happened, and we were a little bit triggered. And I'm very proud of the way we handled it. We didn't. We you and I. Well, we have been in arguments, and we can talk about that. Like especially when yeah. we were apart, and that was a lot of insecurity mm-hmm. and triggers on both our parts that we had to work through. But you know, since you've been in New Zealand, it's been bliss. It's been an adjustment for all of us. It's been major changes after being apart for that long. 
and we've only been in two minor tiffs like and it was like you were crying and i was like oh, no what happened you know and i felt really bad and i got really overwhelmed and you knew i was a little pissy and you were like okay what's going on okay you know so it's like but when that happened like when i was triggered i knew i was triggered and i said okay why why am i triggered so mm-hmm. i think maybe one of the things we should talk about is like the mirror exercise because being a part that really helped yeah. me deal with okay this happened to me in the past pip's doing this behavior which is normal she's not doing it maliciously she's not doing anything wrong but it's triggered me because it brought back a memory for this relationship or childhood or something like that and at least i i think i think i'm proud of myself that i'm like i recognize it as a trigger Instead of saying, oh, well, Pip shouldn't have been doing that. You know, she's making me mad. Like, no, 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 no. So attacking you, I, I look back in myself and say, okay, what happened? Yeah. And, it, and then it solved itself like immediately. Mm-hmm. And then you and I were like hugging, kissing, and like, okay, everything's great. So people can get there. You, yeah. We can get there, you know. It doesn't mean you and I won't ever have a fight in the future. But we're both going to be like, okay, we're triggered. What the hell is going on? You know, da, 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 da. It's just you can get there with your partner. You absolutely can. You know, you have to put in the work, though. You can't just magically wave a wand and say, okay, it's not going to happen. It's just, um, you know, you have to work there. And I think that's part of what we can give and our experience, um, especially being a part 18 months. I mean, that was that yeah. was brutal tough. That was brutal tough. Yeah, I, I can hear people yeah. asking, like, when they listen to this, like, you know, how did you get there? How did you do it? And everyone, everything's about the how. Yeah. And even when you mentioned about us getting in arguments, like, I'm just not in that place anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I've never been an angry person. I've never had that anger within me at all. Like, but I think for me, we got there because we are spiritual. We are mm. aware. You had a quantum shift, mm. which we can talk about on a different episode, but you had a quantum shift in 2020. I had a quantum shift in 2020. Mm. That completely changed our lives. Yeah. Being apart changed our lives. Mm-hmm. Being reunited changed our lives. You had QHHT, mm-hmm. not not by me at this time, mm. but you know, I, I was in England, but you had QHHT and that cha- that that completely shifted you because it is that powerful yeah, yeah so you know for me it's a, it's commit like you just said it's committing to it like mm-hmm. you know for me when i was in my ex-relationship it was all like i would encourage him to do things and he was just always batting it back like i'm not doing the work you know I, i'm nothing's wrong with me mm-hmm. and you know there's almost eight billion people on the planet and i always say to my clients you know every single one of us has healing to do yeah every single one of us has healing to do so you're not alone surround yourself with the you know the support you need mm-hmm. Higher coaches, higher healers, higher mentors, whatever you need to get to a, you know, mm-hmm. just support and holding your hands. But, you know, people asking about the how. For me, I think now is it, it is about that looking back and doing the trigger work. Mm-hmm. We hired mentors. We hired mm-hmm. people to help us. We did online courses. Mm-hmm. We, we did the work, didn't we? Like we yeah. journaled on it. We would yeah. sit with it. And I think, you know, instead of sat, sitting there blame because the ego wants to blame, you know, eventually like, I think I read it with what Wayne said. When you get to like enlightenment, it's like you stop. It's not about blaming others or blaming yourself. You actually blame no one because Mm -hmm. everything has divine perfect order. So all these people, you know, relationships that you've probably broke up and broken up from, you know, they have important lessons for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I would never regret any of that because you, you know, you chose it for a reason and you chose everything. And I think I'm at a place now where I think, Okay, well, if I am triggered, I know it's I've mm. chose it. I know I need to work on something, and it, and each time you do, it's like a little snippet of your tapestry is yeah. being complete. You know, yeah. we've all got a different tapestry, and it's like a jigsaw puzzle. And I think every trigger you work on, a little piece gets put in. 
and you really start to connect things because you start to actually realize oh shit like that's really not about him it's about me yeah. or yeah. it's not about her it's really about me yeah. you know so we are we are going to talk about ways of what we did we're going to give you examples mm. of what we did examples of fights maybe that yeah. you know we yeah. got in we're going to give you examples of situations we got in how we got out of it mm-hmm. you know and for me i think what i've learned the most about being in a conscious relationship is that what do you need because again service to others wayne teaches that yeah. being in service to others so when you we you know when you are triggered it's allowing your partner to say i need this i need space to to you know to go mm. meditate on this trigger i need space to go out in nature if you've got kids like chris and i have got mm. chris's two boys mm-hmm. you know we 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 you know you need space to maybe go out for a walk go in go have a bath mm-hmm. go meditate so it's holding space in your relationship and one thing that i've noticed a lot and this happens with everyone is that when it gets hard in a relationship people just run mm. they run because they're running from themselves they're yeah, running from I the did work that for a long time. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't like a lot of yeah. I mean, going back to my first first serious relationship, I, I remember fights. I would run, I'd jump out of the car and walk home. I would uh, fleeing as my was my defense mechanism. I've done it with you in the beginning. Yeah, you know, in the beginning of our relationship. So, you know, one of the things I think we we talk about our journey. You know, we were. Uh, distant for people that don't know a lot about our relationship you know i was in, based in you know california you were in the uk we met online through instagram and my podcast and you know we instantly fell in love and then the universe was like throwing us a million signs that you're meant to be it was funny we were going through today our garage and going through some old boxes and i have all my history of england and my uk shirts and this is way before i met you you know like the universe i knew i was going to meet you in my life uh, at some point so everything just seemed like we were meant to be and then you came to california uh, i planned to go to the uk for a brief visit but then COVID hit and and things have never been the same so I flew to the UK and stayed with you for seven months, which was amazing. That was our honeymoon phase. Like mm-hmm. really, you know, we, going back, we were both spiritual. We had our shift. We were really, the energy together as a couple was just insane. Um, we had a couple fights that we, we should talk about uh, how we got through them because it could have been relationship ending if mm. we didn't fight for the for you for the other person like especially early on in a relationship it's easy to give up especially with all the all the traumas we have all the wounds we have from from previous partners then we got to a very good space before i left for new zealand um and when i left in 2020 to come to new zealand and the borders were closed here but i was able to come in but i couldn't bring you I remember at the airport, it was really awful saying goodbye, but I'm like, oh, I'll see you in a couple months. This pandemic's winding down. Um, this was before the Delta surge, the Omicron surge. So when we, up until earlier this year, we every day we woke up like waiting for news. When's the border going to open? When When's the border going to open? Because I'm not a New Zealand citizen, I couldn't get you in. And we just were committed to each other. We were like, we're going to make this work. And we got in some bad fights uh, over those 18 months. Not often, but they, they popped up. Um, some insecurities from both our parts. But we were so committed to each other knowing, okay, this will end at some point. We did have help. Like you said, we hired 
some mentors to help us through what we were going through. Um, we weren't the only people. It wasn't woe is us. You know, we knew of, I knew, we especially here in New Zealand, we knew of, of dads that had not seen their children in years or mothers being separated from their children because of the border. Uh, it was a really terrible situation for a lot of people. But in our own pain, each day being apart, we worked and worked and worked. And we were that committed to each other. Um, I it never, ever thought my, across my mind, oh, well, I'll just go you know, go off and date a Kiwi or something. No way. It was Pippa all the way. Never wavered, you know, my commitment to, to you and to the relationship. So with that commitment, I then said, okay, I'm going to commit to myself and heal and work on uh, the stuff that we'll talk about in future podcasts. So through that, I did my QHHT and that was the last bit I really think before we could reunite where I just surrendered everything. I, I woke up out of that and and I'd done past life regressions and things like that, but QHHC was different. I woke up from that and I remember calling you and then I just didn't care anymore about being triggered. I didn't care about, oh, you know, is Pip going to run off someone else? No, it just it did, none it's of that like, crossed like my mind victim, ever. The victim mentality just kind of disappeared. It, it was gone. Yeah, It was yeah. just gone. I didn't care anymore. It's that, that I guess that's how powerful that is. But... Then all of a sudden, everything fell in place. It was just like, boom, the borders are going to open on this date. We booked your tickets. We reunited. We got engaged right then and there. She walked out of, the, of customs. And it's just been like, and then my mentality here is to support you in your transition to life mm -hmm. in New Zealand. So, um, and then, you know, all of us have had adjustments, but it's been easy. It yeah. really has been easy, mm. you know? I mean, we moved, we... I became a stepmom. Yeah, like, you was, had to learn yeah. how to how to become a great stepmom. And all the transition here has just the last six, seven months has just been, looking back at it, it's it's been really easy. Like ebb and flow, isn't yeah. it? Like you just allow that flow to come in, don't you? And that's because we're conscious and we've worked through all those triggers. And, 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 and it's been hard. Like we moved. We moved to a big home. We had to furnish it. We had to... We, I remember unpacking for days and, and then moved from my apartment. And it just was like, yeah, a lot. it was so much work all the time, holding full-time jobs you do in your podcast. And we just reunited after like 18 yeah. months apart. So it was like all go. Busy, all of busy. that emotion. Yeah. And then I was still working full-time on top of everything So else. really like the overwhelm at the time yeah. could have triggered us, but because we'd just been reunited, it was like everything was so magical. But yeah. then, you know, you'll all agree with this and resonate with it when the honeymoon phase does fade. Yeah. You know, I don't really believe in this honeymoon phase. Yeah, it's like, I know you mentioned it, but people like, resonate. Yeah, with like that. resonate yeah, with yeah. it. But I think it doesn't have to be that no, way. No, you know, with with Chris and I, like we don't ever think that. Like obviously, the new exciting thing wears off. Like yeah. that's with everything in life. But you can keep that alive. You can keep that, you know, ex exploration of yourself. Mm -hmm. the, like we're always exploring everything yeah, about ourselves yeah, yeah. and that's exciting mm -hmm. you know we're doing this podcast now we're going to be doing lives we're going to be helping mm -hmm. more couples together mm -hmm. you know mentoring them because it's what we love to do it's what we you know you're a teacher yeah. you've got so many gifts and you've got so much knowledge so mm -hmm. i think you know it's for me it's it's about communication it's learning to communicate in a better way in a more compassionate way and dealing with triggers like when you yeah. get upset when your partner gets you upset for their behavior mm -hmm. for whatever reason you know now that, that doesn't, we can't be ignorant and say that encompasses everything. You know, some people, uh, if they have addiction problems or yeah. there's abuse, 
that's different. I'm just saying like, you know, when Pippa uh, got a phone call from an ex-boyfriend as an example, and I don't even think that happened. Well, it did early, early on. Uh, it was on a Facebook post and I was like, oh, I got really triggered. Mm. This was early, early on in our relationship. We can talk about that. It's kind of funny now. Um, but I was triggered and I was like, oh, why is she talking to him? You know, why isn't she giving me attention? And then it, it brought back fears of mm. past trauma yeah. from a previous relationship. So um, that is very common for a lot of couples. That's not you. You did nothing wrong. You were just being nice. Hey, how you doing? Mm. Yeah. You know, having a laugh about your sister and stuff like that because she, it, was, it was during the live Facebook live during lockdown. And he made some comments and he was close to your family and stuff. So that trigger when I was upset, you did something innocent. You weren't flirty with him or anything like that, mm. but it triggered me. I had to go into myself, which I learned, you know, the following year to, or year and a half. Really, I didn't shed all that until last year. But to go, okay, why? Why does that bother me? It's not Pippa. It's from this past relationship where this happened to me. And, and then I dealt with it and sat with it, journaled about it, meditated on it. And the next time that happens and you do something like that, it's like, okay, cool. She's, I know you love me. It's getting curious, isn't it? It's it's the curiosity. Like you've got to get curious with your consciousness because Mm -hmm. it's, there's so many layers to this. And obviously we're going to talk about it on future episodes, Mm -hmm. but you know, I kind of want to talk about some of the triggers I had from a woman's perspective. And then obviously you can talk about some of yours, you know, because like a lot of the bit, like there's obviously that fine line between, I get asked this a lot with clients is that, okay, so if my partner's triggering me because, you know, he might have been mean to you mm. or he's uh, an ex has texted him or, you know, whatever it is, there's so many scenarios. There's a difference with if, you, if your partner's going out every weekend cheating you. Yeah. That's clearly going to trigger you because it's a behavior. Now, that that's a different topic to talk yeah. about boundaries yeah. and what you're enabling. In, yeah, what, yeah, boundaries and what is good yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's a difference. Yeah. You know, we're not saying that you should just work on the trigger of him going out cheating. Yes, him. No. You know, that's, yeah. that's the one thing client would ask me a lot. So I yeah. always differentiate between the two. Yeah. And that's something that Chris and I will talk about as well. But for now, what we want to kind of get across on this episode is that Chris and I are going to be doing co- conscious couple, you know, just help mm-hmm. mentorship because we can help talk you through things. A lot of the time as well, like what I love to do is if you've had like an argument or a debate or whatever it has been that week with your partner, a family, a friend, you know, having that couple to help you analyze the situation, mm-hmm. what was said, you know, what you had, you feel you're processing it because you can then go from that ang- anxious, stressed, yeah. uh, icky state to feeling calm, you know, c- like compassion for yourself. You'll feel more loving. You'll feel more, it's like free. It's like yeah. freedom. Like I feel free. Like I'm, you know, think like for you listening, you think about on a daily basis, if you, like arguing with your partner, arguing with your parents, whoever it is, you literally live in that anxiety every single day. Yeah. You drive to work with it. You drive to the shop with it. You walk around with it. You wake up with it. Imagine waking up not having that because you just have completely surrendered mm-hmm. and you've been healing layers of, of that. So, you know, that's not to say it's going to be like overnight because no. we're still healing. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting little mini triggers. But mm-hmm. com- I was saying to you this morning, my last big trigger that triggered me for weeks was about two and a half years ago. Yeah. Now, I'll just say, oh, I got a little triggered yesterday. And it's mm-hmm. it's just, I, mm-hmm. I deal with it straight away because mm-hmm. I know what I need to do. And then within like an hour, I'm like, I'm okay. Yeah. I don't get those really deep, horrible feelings anymore. No, no. Because I know it's just an illusion. It's just something that my brain is looking mm-hmm. for all this evidence to 
you know, to to basically mm. say that that's true, you know? Yeah, I think it was Wayne who said, I wish you could see the world through my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, we listened to so many of his talks. And, um, yeah, I really wish people... And, and, and that's what we're going to try to verbalize, you know, or write down one day is you can see the world through my eyes now, you know, and it's, it's not to, to make people, Oh yeah. You know, I'm not trying to convince you of way of doing things or whatever. We all have our own paths, but it's Mm -hmm. just, I wish people could, like you said, shed that anxiety and shed that dread and Mm -hmm. that, that worry, you know, that I, I had for many, many years with, with, uh, previous relationships carrying that load on your yeah. shoulders. Like you don't know if they're going to say, I'm, I'm done with you and walk out the door. And you, you just have that, that, Oh, I can remember that just gut feeling in your gut. And just it's that horrible. Whole, oh, it's mm-hmm. terrible. And now it's like, you know, a few times when I was triggered while you were, we were apart, that's what forced me to, to do the work. And, you know, and then finally the QHHT at the end, it's just, I just surrendered said, I have no doubt you're coming. I have no doubt we're going to be fine. I have no doubt we're going to stay together for the next 50 years. I, I, I don't worry. so many people with what we're learning. I don't worry yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have any doubt. And it, and it's just, it, it, it's a great feeling to, to leave the house, go to work, text you off and on the day when you're busy, I'm busy and then come home and, and I know you're going to be there and I, and it's just, yeah. And, and we flow and it's like, you know, I was thinking of like a trigger. I don't know if this is a trigger for people, but like dinner, dinner being ready at a certain time or whatever. And people getting mad that dinner wasn't ready or whatever. I, it's, we just, we just, you just let go of all we that do. Stuff. We it's just, just stuff flow. That, yeah. It's just, and don't forget a lot of humans yeah. and we can yeah. obviously resonate with this because it's still in yeah. our lives. Now we want to control some, some aspects in our life yeah. when you completely let go of control. You've let you, my goal is to master myself. Yeah. You know, I remember saying that like, I wanted to reach enlightenment and I remember like Wayne and my guides that I talked yeah. to said, you're not meant to reach enlightenment on this earth yeah. because you have specks of enlightenment, mm-hmm. which are those, those moments where you felt them where you're like, Oh mm-hmm. my God, life's amazing. And just want to love mm-hmm. everybody. But when you think about like, when we when we pass when we die we go back to enlightenment mm. but really i changed that goal to i want to master myself yeah. i want to become a master of myself a master of my emotions a master of my relationships so that's something that i work towards and what's uh, what you said chris was really good about like you know the well not say good but you mentioned about the anxiety you feel mm. the dread like you know what I, what I would do when i say is if you have sad days, angry days, whatever it is, I want you to just not try and move those emotions, sit with them, explore them. That's what we do in QHHT as well is like, you know, we have to explore those emotions. We were given those emotions for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, the toxic positivity, we were like, let them go, let mm-hmm. the emotions go. But it's like, no, if you're sad, mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you feel vulnerable, that's okay. But make sure you've got the support around you, mm-hmm. you know, because this healing journey is literally, you know, that emotional scale is we can feel all those emotions. We are emotional beings. We literally are. Our body and our mind are so connected in so many ways. That's the science that you can obviously bring in in future episodes. But, you know, we can't wait to share more of our journey, more of our growth, what we've learned, how we did it, how we're still doing it, Mm -hmm. and how we can help you in a relationship, in a marriage, even if you're single, to attract your soulmate, to attract your twin flame, 
you know, to be able yeah. to master yourself, mm -hmm. to work on yourself so then you can attract a man or a woman into mm -hmm. your life. Mm -hmm. If you are in a, a relationship or a marriage and you feel like you just need to work on each other, you don't really want to go to counselling or therapy, we are here. We are here mm -hmm. to help you. So we can't wait and I hope you really resonate with this episode. We're just going to come back with so much stuff, aren't we? Like we could talk mm -hmm. for hours about this topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, there, there, it is, it's a lot to... Um digest and it's a lot to uh so you know we'll, we'll focus on one thing at a time but like you know just saying like coming home for dinner or whatever it's like we we just talk about it and like okay i'll make dinner tonight or you'll make dinner tomorrow night. it's just you we just, just flow. flow it's just yeah. a conscious relationship is so easy now i'm not mm -hmm. saying it's easy to get here but once you do it's just like you're like oh my god you stop looking for you will never go back to be offended it's i'll never like, go yeah. back because yeah. nothing you know i know i know i'll get triggered i know something will happen at work or something in, in my life but at least I, I think the biggest thing is i realize oh it's a trigger yeah and what it is is it's telling me about something about myself so maybe next episode we can really talk about triggers what they are mm. how to recognize mm. them and and how to uh, because when you're triggered, you just don't think clearly. You can't get out of the feeling. Yeah, but yeah. how do you do it? So journaling, some tips and tricks. Like, okay, when you're triggered, really mad. I mean, I could probably pull. I should. If, I'll, I'll try to find my journal when Pip was away and and read some of the tr the triggers. Well, we found them today, which is really insane. Yeah. I said to keep the journals yeah. because you have so many journal entries where you were triggered and you'd say you know pip triggered me today it was yeah. xyz the thing is from the other perspective before we finish is that you know i've noticed this with you mm -hmm. i'll say to chris i'm triggered and he says i'm sorry yeah. i'm like you don't need to say you're sorry i know it's coming from a place of love yeah. for me but it's the fact that that's my trigger and it's funny because then you you start to blame yourself yeah, yeah. but the trigger isn't about the trick the triggers about that person mm -hmm. something inside of you is going oh oh my god me to work on this yeah. so you know we'll talk about triggers on the next episode i think because people mm -hmm. are kind of like starting to realize what they are yeah. and then obviously moving into you know triggers then you know go back to trauma don't they and yeah. you know remind you of something that's yeah. where you felt like that before so yeah We'll talk about that in the next episode. But honestly, guys, if you are interested in having some, you know, couples, you know, conversations, you want some mentorship around becoming more conscious in your relationship, attracting, because I literally manifested Chris to a T. I'm going to own that right now. Chris is everything I wrote on a list. So if you want some help manifesting a soulmate, manifesting, you know, your dream partner, you know, just reach out because I love to help people and so does Chris. So we hope you've enjoyed this. I'm super excited about it. Like I'm getting that lovely, like buzzy feeling mm -hmm. to be able to tell people I'm doing doing it with you, which mm -hmm. I love you so much. Love so <laughs> it's just great to be sat in front of you and just be like, oh, just talk, yeah, <laughs> like we do all day. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, we yeah. can talk about every. We're so yeah. knowledgeable, aren't we? So yeah. Yeah. we hope you've enjoyed it. Please share it with everybody. Put it on your social media. If you have any questions, reach out to me on my Instagram. I am Pippa Leslie. If you have any topics you want us to cover, if you've got any questions about your relationship, triggers you've had in your relationship, how to deal with them, literally whatever, guys. If we don't know the answer, we will find the answer for you. So don't be afraid to reach out. And if, you know, one thing I do want to say, if we do say things that trigger you, I'm kind of grateful for that mm -hmm. because you need to be grateful for the triggers. You know, that's why I say if, if I get triggered by someone, I'm like, I actually thank them. Like, thank you for triggering me. Like, getting to that level is insane, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a healing moment. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're sending you so much love, guys, and we can't wait to do another episode. Can we not? No. All right, love you, babe. Right, bye. Love you too. Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. 
On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.